What's up, everybody? I hope everybody's having a good uh, a good day or whatever day it is that you're listening to this. Um, I'm actually recording on a beautiful um, Sunday evening. It's about 5:45. Kind of kind of overcast. Um, it's been a while since I've recorded, and I feel kind of rusty. Um, hmm. Yeah, but we'll get into that. Um, Originally, whenever I decided to do a podcast, I was on the road, um, sales repping, and I was staying in a hotel um, one or two nights a week. And I thought it'd be a great time for whenever, you know, whenever I was chilling out at the hotel, that that doing a podcast would be be something where it, it would help me kind of waste some time, or not really waste some time, but kind of spend up some time while I'm in a in a hotel, just kind of chilling by myself you know, um, and thing, things of that nature. Um, and then the kind of, the pandemic kind of hit and that put a halt on things. Um, so I haven't been able to get out as much. I haven't been able to, I hadn't really had any free, as much free time, even though I haven't been per se as busy, if that makes any sense. Um, I've been home a lot more. Um, and then as you if you've listened to the other episodes, as you very well know, I've had a baby, you know, I've got five kids, you know, we've been doing birthday parties and stuff like that. So, um, really and truly starting in June up until the baby we just had starting in June was a birthday every month and, or some sort of event every month, um, uh, for the rest of the year. Uh, cause June was my oldest boy's birthday and then July was mine. Then in August, um, my youngest boy, my oldest girl, and then, uh, September, uh, my, my second son, and then, uh, October was my anniversary, uh, November's Thanksgiving, December's Christmas, and then got New Year's. So there was something, bam, 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 and, uh, uh, Bella came along. I was actually hoping that she would come around in May, but she was on the fourth month instead of the fifth month. So, um... But just just to kind of keep things in sequential order, uh, but you know it didn't work out that way. And my wife, she was like, "No, this baby is not waiting till then." <laughs> so, um, you know, I, it, it, it's been it's been a, a crazy year, um, and right now, really, the only reason that I've been able to or I'm able to record is, um, well. The three youngest are asleep, and my wife is asleep, cuddled up with our baby. Uh, I just gave Riley and Keaton a haircut, and they're kind of they're cleaning up in their room, and I'm outside right now recording, and uh, that's what you're listening to. So, you know, uh, uh, even though the things have kind of opened up and, and, and stores are buying again and whatnot, the, um, that we had, there was an opportunity um, that was presented to me at work, and... Um, I'm still sales repping, but I'm I'm kind of kind of heading things up in our print department now. So so I've been home every night. I've not had to travel, um, and uh, I'm sales repping in between setups and stuff like that. Sending out emails once every couple of weeks. I'll go out and just do a day trip somewhere, and it's working out well. Um, uh, so. So even though things have started to open back up and, and you know, places are buying and whatever else, uh, I'm still not staying the night in hotels. So, you know, that kind of, uh, 
it, it makes it really hard uh, to record as often as possible. But I, I really want to try to record more and more often, and I want to try to I want to try to uh, I, I've had different conversations with several guests and try to get them on. Uh, and I really just got to sit down and finalize. I was talking to my wife the other day, and I said, I've just got to, I've got to set a date, like, even regardless of whenever it releases, I've got to set a date and a time every week. Like, this is when I'm going to record. This is when I'm going to make things happen. And, you know, I just got to do it. Because even the other times, whenever I would record at home, I would wait till, you know, the kids were asleep. Um, but Eden and Clint, they won't... Um, they typically won't go to sleep unless we're laying down. You know, so if, if something's going on, they're right in the middle of it. So it makes it hard to record late at night. And if I'm being honest, I am entirely too lazy to wake up before work <laughs> to record anything. So, so I just, I, I, I've had it, you know, on my mind and I've had good intentions, but you know, good intentions, they just haven't been getting it done. But, but I am gonna do better. I, I've had a lot of people lately Especially last week, I had two or three people hit me up within a couple of days. It's like, you know, what's up? Why, you know, are you still even doing this thing anymore? Are you going to record anymore? You know, uh, uh, why, why are we not, uh, why, why don't we have anything new? So this is for you who have been keeping me on my toes, who, who, who have been requesting some more podcasts. And, and the fact that you are, it, it means a lot to me. The fact that people are actually taking time and, and wanting to listen and then, since I haven't, since I haven't recorded anything, the fact that people are are expecting something and they're wanting more, that means a lot too. So I appreciate you. Um, feel free to any time, you know. Uh, feel free to any time. Uh, shoot me out a subject matter in it. Hey, if you want to be a, a, a guest, if you have something interesting to say, we'll you know we'll talk about it. We'll see. Um, but we. We've been having we've been having birthday parties like crazy. We've been uh, there's been a lot going on. Not um, not this week, but last weekend, um, Sunday evening, I had the pleasure of baptizing my eight year old uh, Keaton. He's been wanting to for a while, and uh, uh, you know there was a, a little bit a little bit of a period where where churches were not they weren't open, they weren't able to. Um, they weren't able to have services. The, um, you know, everything was. Uh, they weren't able to have services. Everything was just kind of in limbo. And Keaton, he wanted to be baptized, but really and truly, we didn't have a place to go. Um, and if you've listened to some uh, one of my my past episodes, uh, we're no longer going to church where where I was youth pastor and at. So we were kind of kind of in between we didn't really have a place to go and then the, we had an opportunity and my, my brother-in-law he pastors a church in Tishomingo Mississippi and it's called Way of Life and um, they were having a baptismal service and they let us know and, and so Keaton had already been asking to do so so I talked to him I was like look buddy if you want to do it we'll do it now and uh, we'll make it happen and um, so he did he wanted to be and I had the, the great the great pleasure and privilege uh, to be able to baptize um, one of my kids and I, I, I had the same opportunity and privilege to baptize Riley uh, a couple of years ago and, and now Keaton and I, I hope to in the future be able to do the same thing with the rest of mine 
but you know it's just so what an honor it is whenever one of your children want to be baptized and then so much more so whenever they want you to do it um me and my brother-in-law were talking and there's just there's like a purity about it there's a uh there it's like it kind of just reminds me uh, of whenever Jesus was baptized and obviously he wasn't done he wasn't baptized by his father it was by uh John the Baptist but whenever the, the heavens opened up and the dove ascended and and God said this is my son and well I'm well pleased whenever a father baptizes his child that's what it reminds me of even you know even watching other people I've seen other people baptize their children and it just there's something extremely spectacular about it there's something heartwarming there's something just the next level uh, special about it you know I, and it's hard to describe unless you've seen it um, but that was an honor and it was a privilege and you know that's uh, it's just something that I hope he never forgets and I know that I won't um, but it was it was incredible just absolutely absolutely incredible um that same weekend or the day before we had we had a joint birthday party for for Eden and Clint I had one of those water slides and it, and I'm like a kid for those of you who don't know me I'm I'm like a I'm like a kid when I get around other kids especially and um uh kind of want to be right in the middle of whatever they're doing and we're going up and down the slides we're wrestling and we're i tell you what i'm starting to feel it um in july i turned 34 and uh i'm not physically active really uh not like i used to be i, I don't work out like i used to uh or anything like that and man i was sore for days after that and it was just absolutely an eye opener but you know me me turning 34 uh it happened in july and you know it was uh, i really expected a lot more to happen whenever i was 33 for starters i thought i would get married when i like growing up i always i, I always figured i would get married at the age of 33 um after all, that's that's when Jesus laid down his life. So I figured that's when I would lay mine down too. Um, obviously, it happened way before then. Uh, I've been married coming up on uh, 12 years, and which you know, to some, you you may be listening to this and thinking that's an accomplishment. Some of you are scratching your head. The unfortunate thing about that is the fact that um, only six of those are to my current wife, <laughs> and not with, uh, or not the whole time. So. But, you know, we're going to get there. We're going to get there one day at a time, one year at a time. Uh, she puts up with a lot. Uh, our anniversary is coming up in October. And uh, we got married in 2014. So, you know, she's a, she's a trooper. She's hanging in there <laughs> like a hair in a biscuit. Um, but, you know, I just, I really just wanted to kind of give you guys an update what's been going on. Um, why I haven't been recording like I, I wanted to 
you know, uh, a part of it is, um, a part of it is everything that's going on, but a lot of it is, is just me, you know, because um, personally, I've been having my own internal struggles. Um, I've been having a lot of, a lot of issues with myself, uh, more I don't, I don't really know how to describe it, to be honest. And I, I guess the only way to really talk about it is just to be open and transparent. Um, and maybe something that, maybe something I have to say will help somebody else out there. Um, to be honest, uh, I've been battling, I guess, some form of depression. Um, and it's never, it's never about. I don't really know. It, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of self-examination. It's a lot of, at times, self-loathing. Um, it's, uh, you know, I would never allow anybody to talk to me in the way that I talk to myself inside my head. Uh, and sometimes out loud, too, where nobody else can hear it. But I would never, I would get in a fight and probably get beat up if, I, if anybody ever talked to me in the way that I talk to myself. And and I honestly, I would never talk to anybody else in the way that I talk to myself. Um, I am my own worst critic. I am my own worst enemy. And for no other reason except for that, there's times where I just really never feel good enough. There's times where uh, I feel like I don't do enough. Uh, emotionally drained and then if you're emotionally drained you're physically drained and even though things are going well things are going well for my household things are going well for me at work uh, I mean and I seen I was achieving good things just I don't know if it's a as much emotionally as spiritually, whatever you want to call it, it was just a daily battle, a daily battle. And I, for the most part, I haven't liked myself for a long time. And just little by little, things were creeping in. And it was never anything, never anything suicidal or anything like that. I just, something had to give. And something had to change, um, and I was on. There were several times I started to text my doctor and maybe schedule an appointment or something like that, and try to get on some sort of uh, antidepressants or something like that. But even then, I was even ashamed or afraid to ask for that, and I, I was ashamed or afraid to ask for help. And I, I haven't talked to anybody about it, and it's. For anybody listening, if you're going through anything like this, talk to somebody. Because it never gets better until you do. Talk to somebody. Let somebody know what's going on. Even if it's somebody that only listens. Because sometimes we just need somebody to listen. Sometimes we just need somebody that's there for us. Sometimes we just need the smallest thing. And... 
if you're listening to this and you're not dealing with any of these things, if somebody's ever on your mind for any reason at all, if at all possible, stop what you're doing. Send them a text message and encourage them. Even if it's a, hey man, I'm thinking about you. Hey girl, hope all is well. Whatever it is, if somebody's on your mind, just reach out to them. You don't have to say, you know, you don't have to go into the details, but just encourage them just a little bit. Just let them know, hey, I'm here for you. If you need something, let me know. But yeah, that's that's some things that's been going going through my head. Um, but today, um, today I was part of a church service that was probably the most liberating. Uh, okay, so there's been some really good things that's been going over the last month at Way of Life. They've, they've had some phenomenal services. Um, people have been been set free and people have been getting healed. And I know some of you, you might be listening to this and you don't believe it. Uh, you may not be uh, a believer in Christ. You know, this may not be something that you're interested in, in hearing. But there's things that are happening that, I, that outside of supernaturally, I can't explain. And today was one of those services. And I, ha- I felt the draw to the altar like I hadn't felt in a long time. And I felt liberated. And it's, it's a... The best... It's one of the best services that I've been in in years. Even if it was for nobody else. Just leaving the church service, going to the altar, pouring my heart out, shedding some tears getting up, feeling renewed, feeling refreshed, spiritually, physically, and mentally, with a new focus. And I know if God can do it for me, He can do it for you. And all you have to do is ask. You may have your earbuds in while you're listening to this. You may have, you may be listening to this in your car. You may be, I don't know if you're by yourself, whatever you're doing, if you need that, If God can do it for me, He can do it for you. And I promise you that He will. All you have to do is ask. And I know there's people, I've got friends that are going through far worse than than I could ever imagine. So I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to act like, you know, what I was going through was was life-threatening because it wasn't. It was just kind of of a slump. But I'm telling you now, regardless of your situation, whether you think it's severe compared to somebody else or whether it's something that you don't feel like you can go another day, God loves you. He hasn't forgotten. He hasn't forgotten about you. And He wants to make a change in your life. And I promise you this. I promise you this. Now that I got kind of that out of the way. Uh, there's several things I've got in mind. There's several things that I've got uh, planned that I want to do. That that's just something that I want other people to join me in doing. Because there's a lot that's going on in this world, and people people need to to feel loved. People need to feel uh, thought of. And right now, if you if you turn on the news, man, it's just nothing but hate. 
it's nothing but but chaos and turmoil. So I decided uh, I got I went and I got my hair cut on my birthday, and I decided I wasn't going to get my hair cut for a solid year. And I'm hoping that it'll be long enough for by the time my next birthday goes around or comes around that um, that it'll be long enough for me to donate. So I want to donate that. So I want I want to focus this year on giving, not just that, but in every way. Um, so the day of my birthday, I, I started uh, about breakfast for everybody that I work with, which is not many people. So let's not act like that's something, anything great. But what I'm trying to do, at least every month, but every couple of weeks, and sometimes it's been every week, what I'm trying to do is give something to somebody. They at least expect it. And whether it's mailing them something, whether it's paying for somebody's meal that's behind me or in front of me or whatever else in, in the line or, or at the restaurant or whatever else. Um, I want to give. I want, I want to have a, a solid year, a calendar year of, of giving. Pouring it all out there. And I want, I want to ask other people to do the same thing. Because there's no greater satisfaction in giving. There, there's no greater feeling of fulfillment than giving. I know there, there's different groups on Facebook that, you know, that, that's what they're all about is giving. You, know, you, you put in your little wish list on Amazon and they ship it to you, to you whatever else. Give unexpectedly. Give uncontrollably. Because there's one thing that I do know is you cannot give God. I feel like if you give, you will be blessed. So yeah, try it out. Try it with me. Let's try to make this world a better place. Let's try to make this world more tolerable let's try to be there for one another let's try our best to be a brother and sister to be there for one another because something small it could be a donut from the donut shop something small means a lot it could be a loaded tea it could be just a simple phone call to somebody that you see that they're going through a hard time. Stuff like that's not forgetting, forgotten. I can't even speak. Gestures are not often forgotten. The things that we do for one another, people will remember. A couple of years ago, um, my family and I we were going we were going through kind of a uh, a hard time. Uh, we were um, we were remodeling a house. Um, six weeks from moving in, and it burnt down. My wife and I were out to lunch the next day, or it may not have been the next day. Sometime that week. And just, you know, trying to gather our thoughts. What are we going to do? 
and out of nowhere, some people that we know that, that I went to school with, they bought our lunch. I, the, the waiter came up, he said, whenever y'all are ready to go, y'all can leave. Someone's paid for your meal. He didn't tell us who it was, but I knew because it's the only other person in the restaurant that I knew who they were. And I reached out to him and I thanked him. I really haven't seen him out since then, just maybe in passing, but not at a restaurant, not, not in a place where I, I could ever repay him. So it was a few months ago, same restaurant. I saw him come through the door, went and spoke to him, asked how they were doing, talked about our kids for just a brief moment. And I, and I, re, I repaid the favor. And I paid for their meal. I never ever, whenever I was talking to them, I never ever let on that I was going to. And whenever they thanked me later, when they sent me a message thanking me later, I wanted to act like I never even done it. But I didn't want to lie. But I simply replied, they, they were thanking me and I simply replied, there was a time that we were struggling and that we were in need and y'all blessed us. And that'll never be forgotten. And I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. I don't know if they're going through anything or not, but it blessed them. And then they turned around and they paid for somebody else's meal because they got blessed. And I just thought that that was so awesome, so incredible that after we paid for theirs, they saw that as an opportunity to pay for somebody else's. Just, I don't know who's, I don't know who's else they paid for it. And I don't know if that person kept it going. But there used to be a thing where people would do, and it was called paying it forward. I'm not asking anybody to wait until they're blessed to turn around and bless somebody else. I'm not asking anybody to pay it forward. Just pay it. Let's make this world a better place. Let's make this world more tolerable. Let's make this place easier to tolerate. And if we do that, our communities will get better. Our counties will get better. Our states will get better. And our country will get better. We may feel like it's something insignificant. And to us, it may be. But to somebody else, It could be the most important thing that's going on for them that day, that week, or that month. Doing something for somebody else could be the turnaround in a chain of events that somebody else needs. Because we've all went through hard times. Nobody's immune to it. Everybody goes through hard times. And we live in a time where right now, if you look at social media, it's something that um, it's a snapshot in time and everybody looks like they're doing well. And for that little snapshot, they probably are. And we look and, and we see what other people got going on and we go, oh, I wish I was at the beach like so-and-so. I wish I was on vacation like so-and-so. Oh, I wish I had a new car like so-and-so. So-and-so's life is so much better than mine. When deep down inside... None of us have it all together. None of us have it figured out. 
we're all struggling in some way at some point. Maybe not right now, but we have or we will. Let's band together and let's make a community. Let's make a community of people who just want to do good for people. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope something I said inspired you. I hope that something I said you can take and you can apply and you can use it in your life. 